Hi there, and welcome to Living with Victory, brought to you today by Teague's Grocery and Cafe, serving Maggie Valley since 1965, with delivery now available through Grubhub. Teague's is Maggie Valley's only grocery store. They're located at 130 Soco Road near the eastern entrance of the Great Smoky Mountain National Park and the Blue Ridge Parkway. Drop in for breakfast or lunch at the Corner Cafe, featuring a variety of daily specials. Teague's Grocery and Cafe is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Friday and Saturday, 7 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Call 828-926-1147. And by the way, today's program is also available on GodTube, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, and at livingwithvictory.podbean.com. It's time for Living with Victory, a program of hope and encouragement brought to you by Living with Victory Ministries and listeners like you. In a moment, we'll join your hosts, Laureen and Tony Giorgio, for today's message of perseverance and hope. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the Welcome to Living with Victory, where life isn't about waiting for the storms to pass. It's about learning to have peace, joy, and victory in the midst of your storm because Jesus is your umbrella in those storms. Hey, hi, this is Tony Giorgio. Welcome to another edition of Living with Victory. Hey, before we get started, uh, I'm going to try to do this as quickly as possible. We love hearing from you. You can go to livingwithvictory at gmail.com. Send us comments. Send us what you like, what you don't like, what you might want to hear. Prayer requests, your prayer requests, your praise reports. And also, if you would like, you can donate also. We are listener-driven. We don't have a large ministry. We are mom and pop, and we do depend on our community of listeners. So you can send a donation on our website, if you like, at livingwithvictory.org, livingwithvictory.org. And now, without further delay, let me bring it to my wonderful sidekick for 51 years, Laureen. Thanks for joining us, everyone. The subject today is God Flees. <laughs> That's the name of the program. <laughs> Romans eight twenty eight. We are assured and know that God being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good to and for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose. Today we're going to talk about Corey Ten Boone, and Tony will give a little background. Yeah, and, and remember what, what she just read in Romans, that he uses all things really together for good, all right? Corey Ten Boone, as many of you may know, and her family helped Jews escape the Nazi Holocaust during World War II and by all accounts saved nearly 800 lives, okay? And to put it all together, Corey was known as Cornelia Tan Boone, right? Corey was born in Harlem, Netherlands in 1892 and grew up in a devoutly religious family. 
During World War II, though, she and her family harbored hundreds of Jews to protect them from arrest by Nazi authorities. Betrayed by a fellow Dutch citizen, the entire family was imprisoned. Corey survived and started a worldwide ministry and later told her story in a book entitled The Hiding Place. And I think it's still in bookstores today, even though Corey has gone home to be with the Lord. The whole family was taken by the Germans. Her sister Betsy and Corey were brought to Ravensbrück the worst concentration camp at that time. They were in line. The guards were coming down to inspect them and number them. And she prayed because she had a little Bible that was tucked away in the back of her neck. And she prayed, oh, Lord, don't let them find my Bible and take my Bible away from me. Miraculously, the guards skipped over her as though she wasn't even there. When Betsy and Corey were brought to their barracks. They realized that the barracks was filled with fleas. They were just scratching and so annoyed and, oh my Lord, how are we going to live here with these fleas? It really was a horrible thing when they first got there. They were able to read the Bible to themselves and to the women out loud that may never have heard the word to encourage them at that time, to try to keep themselves strong in spirit. The gods never came in, and they could never understand why they never came in. But they didn't come in because Betsy overheard one of them saying, oh, no, that's the barracks with the fleas. When they were in their barracks, they were free not to have them come in and inspect right. they didn't and want to, to get annoy them. So... What I have to ask you right now, what are the fleas in your circumstances that you think are so annoying that are keeping you from enjoying your life or feeling like you're having victory within your circumstances or at peace? God used those fleas. He had them there for a purpose. In most cases, a flea is not a good thing. Just ask a dog or a cat. Here we are looking at something that is not really nice, not good for you, and and an irritant in your life. And God used that to protect lives and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, even with fleas, as annoying as that could be, God has a purpose. That scripture that I read, Romans 8, 28, all things, all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. Even in our lives, in the 50 years of marriage and and throughout, I mean, we've had so many fleas that (laughs) there's not enough flea powder to go around here. And we always thought, oh my God, this is terrible. But we wouldn't be here today talking to you about it because the flea of bankruptcy, the flea of cancer, the flea of all kinds of family issues, and it goes on and on. Life itself is one big flea. And without the flea swatter, you you wouldn't be able to make it. But Jesus Christ covers all of that. And that's what we're trying to say. Good came out of our mess. We're here trying to tell you, been there, done that. 
anything that is annoying to you. And sometimes it's something that you just feel or can't even see because you don't really see fleas all the time, but (laughs) you sure feel them. Oh, yeah. You know? Ouch. Proverbs 3, 5 through 8 says, Do not lean on your own understanding and to trust God with all of your heart and all of your soul and all of your mind. Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. And in all your ways, recognize and acknowledge him, and he will direct and make your paths plain and straight. If you think of it, what we went through in our own lives with social security, disability, that whole nine yards, welfare, whatever you want to call it, state aid, we learned a lot, okay? Even though we were the ones going through it and it was battering us, when we got going in the ministry, we were able to battle a system that nobody really could win out on because it's so disorientated. I mean, over the last 50 years, it hasn't changed. And yet, we knew enough because we'd been there, done that. So if you've been there, done that, take it and use it to go help your neighbor. That's all we did. And there's so much good out of bad when Jesus is in it. You have no idea. And and if you look for him and what he's doing for you in the times you're down, that's why we say Jesus is your umbrella in the storm because so much good can come out of your hurts and your storms to help somebody else. We're living proof. We're, We're not the great all of all, but to be on the air talking to you about our our 50 some odd years of married life and God three quarters of a century of living, it is something that God gave us because he knew in the future, like I say, in his time, not ours, in the future, here we are. And we're talking to you about our life experience. But here's Corey Ten Boom, who went through a billion times more of a catastrophic life than anybody could imagine. And she went on into her 90s helping people through their storms and preaching the word. Being in a concentration camp, they weren't treated very well at all. The gods were mean to them. They did get beatings. They had to work. They were freezing. They were lucky if they had a blanket. The fact that they were given peace to be in that the barracks without the gods coming in because of the fleas. God knew what he was doing. So that's why we're trying to say to you, whatever may be annoying you and bothering you right now that is so outrageous that you feel you just can't stand it one more day, maybe you need to say, God, I know all things work together for good for me. Maybe I should embrace that one thing because you are in full control. You know exactly what is happening to me. Maybe I I should just say, Lord, I don't understand. Like he said, don't lean into your own understanding, but trust me. Remember, it's called spiritual perseverance. And I think last week we did a program on that because God has a purpose for your fleas, the fleas in your life right now. Got fleas? Oh, wow. (laughs) How are you choosing? And I'm using that word choosing because it is a choice. Life is a choice. We are the ones who have to choose what we are going to do with those fleas. 
Are we going to complain and murmur and blame God? Or are we going to trust him with all that is in us? That's where the peace and the victory come from. And I say again, we should be embracing them and get excited to see how God is going to use them to bring us through. Sounds easy. You say, yeah, you know, I, I'm bankrupt or I, I've lost my job. I'm out of work for a year. I, I'm sick. I have cancer. I, I have all kinds of stuff hitting at me. You know, my family's torn apart. My child is on drugs. But I, I know it's not easy. But there is a God. If we believe in God and his son, Jesus Christ, he knows. And he knows what's ahead of you, no matter what. And I used to think, why is this happening to me? I'm getting sick of it. We got pounded, and, and, and it doesn't come in one storm. I mean, 50, 60 years, we've had some storm. We're still going through storms. But he seems to always be there for us and work it out. We're not special people. You know, we're, we're not the above all. We're like you. We're like you. We've been there, done that. But we're trying to tell you, look out. There's a third party in here, and that Holy Spirit is in you recognize him these so-called fleas are going to make you stronger yes they are they will make you stronger but it's a choice in how you choose to receive and to know that god is in control of them that's the point of it you're not going through this by yourself corey realized that before she died she said there is no pit so deep that he is not deeper still they will listen to us corey because we have been here and that's what we're trying to tell you yes we have been there and we know what life is not easy and we're not trying to make light of what you're going through not at all. a problem is a problem it's very hard to see the end of it because when you're in it everything looks dark but we don't have to see the end of it because god knows the end of it and he's guiding you through he's got you by his righteous right hand and he's going to take you through as he did with betsy and corey now betsy did go home but that's the final healing. That's the ultimate healing. She's with her God now. Corey was left here on earth. It was so amazing because the allies were coming just before the end of the year. It was only about another month or so. With a mix-up in paperwork, Corey was let go. She couldn't understand why. But when <laughs> God is in it, Anything is possible. Remember that all things are possible with God. Jesus knows exactly where you are and where you're going. I will go so far as to say yet again, embrace them and get excited to see how God is going to use them to bring us through. Will we love more, have more patience, be more grateful, forgive quickly? When Corey got out, she was 53 years old. For 33 years, she went around the world telling her story. And at one of those talks, a man walked up to her and she recognized him as the guard who was the meanest guard in the concentration camp and who treated her sister cruelly. She had to watch him put out his hand to her and ask her, 
to forgive her. And I think he was at a rally that she was speaking at, and he was saved, and he came up for forgiveness now. Yes. Wow, is that not a test, you know? She forgave him, and she was freed, of course, of this horrible thing that happened to her and the way she felt. It freed her up, but she didn't become best buddies with him. But in her heart, she forgave. She forgave. And that was it. Doesn't mean you have to embrace him and carry him for the rest of his life. Right. She did the right thing. But in forgiving, she freed herself. When you're going through storms and you look back and you see how God brought you out, how she was able to keep her Bible, how she was able to read the Bible to the women, how she was set free early because of a mix-up in paperwork, that was all God. How could she not believe that God would bring this man to her to forgive him and to help him to grow in the Lord? That's what we're here for. Our life is to help us to help others to grow in the Lord. What we do, people watch. People want to hear that the faith in you is keeping you from complaining. The smile on your face is because you know God is in control. And when you have a history with God, as Corey had a history, she was able to forgive him because she knew that her God was the one that was inside of her and gave her the strength, really, to forgive. We can't do this on our own. God blessed her in the later years when she had moved to California with people who came together and built her a house, a beautiful home to live the rest of her life in. There's always something that comes out of your storms that will make you appreciate the fact that you did trust in the Lord because he loves you so much that he gave her back a lot more than she had ever had. And with all her traveling and all in her later years, he gave her something as her reward here. If it doesn't happen here, we know the ultimate reward is everlasting life. It's a win-win situation. She was in that concentration camp for four years. And from the moment she was brought there, God knew the purpose he had for her life. Every day that she was in that concentration camp, he was with her, holding her in his arms, and he was protecting her. Each choice we make brings us to another choice and brings us to another place and another place. And with those choices, you could either be going in the opposite direction of him or getting closer to him. And he wants us to grow in him. He wants us to come up higher and higher and higher so that when we pray and we're so close to him, we don't even have to ask him what the next step should be. We should automatically know it instinctively because we are so close to him. You know, the the trip to Orlando, we met a lot of people and a lot of families that we had helped in previous years. There's several that stand out, and one of them was this young girl. She was 12 years old. We had helped her mom and her little sister, who went home to be with the Lord at nine years old. Now, 
she's about 30 years old. I won't mention her name, but she lost the entire family. She lost her young sister many years, 20 years ago, I guess, when we were helping them. Mm -hmm. She lost her mother to cancer. She lost her sister. She lost her older sister. She is the only surviving member of that family. She has an inoperable tumor on her skull i guess it's on her brain that they can't touch it's it's not malignant but it's causing havoc she is the most dedicated wonderful individual she has the spirit of god in her and she moves forward and she believes in her jesus no matter what there's a situation there where i don't know if i could even come out of it the way she did she's by herself and Yet, you look at all the devastation. They all, they all died on her. You'd say they're gone. But the ultimate, if we realize, is going home. We're traveling through, we're passing through, but we're looking to get back to the Father, to get back home to Jesus, to get back to heaven. That's the idea. We want to go back home. When we met her that day, we were going to take her out to dinner, not realizing that she had gone to MRIs and, and had CAT scans all day long. The poor thing was so tired when we met up with her, have dinner, but yet the smile was on her face. And here's somebody I know since the time she was 12 years old at 30, still going through the storms. Now they've hit her and she still is so bright and alive in Jesus Christ. The fleas did not bother her. Don't let those fleas bother you because God is greater than those fleas. And he could take whatever is in your life and turn it into something beautiful. And remember, he's made you beautiful no matter what, no matter what your situation is. You are beautiful. I just want to read Proverbs 3, 5 through 8 again. And please listen to these words closely. Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind. Do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge him, and he will direct and make straight and plain your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Reverently fear and worship the Lord and turn entirely away from evil. It shall be health to your nerves and sinews and marrow and moistening to your bones. And when you open your umbrella that you have and you're out in the rain and you open that umbrella, I want you to actually visualize Jesus lifting up over your head as that umbrella opens. He's with you in those storms. Remember that. That's what it's all about. Jesus is yours. And he is your protection for the rest of your life. This is Tony. And Laureen. We'll see you soon. Help Laureen and Tony in their ministry by becoming a Living with Victory partner. You can make a donation of any amount through PayPal at livingwithvictory.org or send your check to Living with Victory, P.O. Box 1982, Maggie Valley, North Carolina, 28751. That's Living With Victory, P.O. Box 1982, 
Maggie Valley, North Carolina, 28751. And remember, you can make a donation or purchase gas cards for Living with Victory's Fuel for Life program at Teague's Superette at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley. You've been listening to Living with Victory with Lorraine and Tony Giorgio, who for over 30 years have advocated for seriously ill children through Compassion Children's Foundation, today known as Living with Victory Ministries. Support for this radio ministry and our outreach programs comes from listeners like you. Many families that have children that need daily treatments for their illnesses are extremely challenged due to the cost of simply getting to the treatment facilities. Our Fuel for Life outreach supplies gas cards to families at four children's hospitals. You can support our outreach programs by sending your tax-deductible donations to Living with Victory, P.O. Box 1982, Maggie Valley, North Carolina, 28751. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this radio ministry, we'd love to hear from you as well. Thanks for listening. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the The preceding program was brought to you by Teague's Superette and Cafe at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley. Call them at 828-926-1147. You can hear this program and others from Living with Victory Ministries on YouTube, GodTube, iTunes, Spotify, and at livingwithvictory.podbean.com.